Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Paying homage to the late, great Eddie Van Halen, we are going to jump to some NFL discussion here. That was one of his iconic songs, one of the great guitarists of our time dying yesterday at the age of 65. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, just to make sure you hear those songs, and oftentimes you'll hear the iconic songs of some of these artists, especially for people that are too young. But if you remember him and his impact, he was something else. Welcome inside. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. In nine minutes, we'll be joined by Rick Ross. Huh? Miami just, Heat just fan. Just say Ricky Rose. Ricky Rose. My street cred just went up huge with the Ricky Rose. But you didn't even say it right, though. We got Ernie Johnson on TNT we... talking about Ricky Rose, <laughs> and we got Zubin Mahinti talking about Ricky Rose. <laughs> I ain't no EJ. Good. I can tell you that. I, I, I do have some Nito stats, but he's got better Nito stats. Do you know any of Ricky Rose's his songs? I do. I know he's a rapper. I know he's a big Heat fan, but I couldn't name anything to, to save my life, to be honest That's with you. That's cool, though. That's all right. I respect you. Just being honest about it. I didn't really expect you to, Van Halen? You know any of his songs? Well, well she don't hit. start that. Man, stop. Go <laughs> on. No, I'm just asking. No, I'm curious don't about this. Do Zubin like this, man. What? I'm just curious. No, what do you listen, what do you no, listen to, Zubin? No. I, think, I think Jump was obviously what we just heard. That was yep. one of the great songs, especially in the 1980s. Dude, that was a huge, on, huge, wow. huge I'm curious. Hit. What do you listen to? <laughs> podcast. Okay. You know I listen to podcasts. I don't know any of Rick Ross's songs either. Don't feel bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We got, we got some breaking news from the NFL to get to, uh, and we're going to talk to our NFL insider, Field Yates, here uh, in just moments. In fact, let's do it now, and we're going to have Field join us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. And Field, I'm going to let you break the news. It has been a whirlwind of a week for the New England Patriots, and now what have you got for us? Yeah, Zubin, the Patriots' best defensive player. As a matter of fact, the NFL's best defensive player in 2019, Stephon Gilmore, has tested positive for COVID-19. and. Obviously, the Patriots have, as you said, Zubin, been in a bit of a situation here over the past four or five days since news initially broke that Cam Newton had also tested positive for COVID-19. And as we know about this virus, and uh, there are situations where, uh, you know, it can take several days for the virus to appear within someone's system and result in a positive test. Now, I do not know, and we will never know necessarily, if Stephon Gilmore has been positive for multiple days, and this is a new occurrence—a new occurrence for him. Uh, but we do know that right now, Stephon Gilmore has or will be joining both Cam Newton and practice squad defensive tackle Bill Murray on the Patriots reserve COVID-19 list. As we are seeing in Tennessee right now, these are situations that we can't uh, take a final snapshot within a matter of hours. It takes several days, maybe even a full week to get the full extent of the situation. And so for now, we have to remain hopeful that hopefully these are isolated incidents for the Patriots and there are no further positive tests. Phil, as you continue to run around like a chicken with your head cut off, gathering the information as it comes to you, what happens to the Patriots moving forward with practice and things of that nature, given the game on Sunday? Yeah, I had been told early this morning, Keith, that they were going to be virtual for the day. That had my radar up about the possibility of additional positive tests. It turns out they are going to cancel practice entirely today. So that is uh, no surprise given the gravity of the situation. And not that the NFL has not laid out protocols, but as we all know, even with the protocols all laid out, teams are still learning on the fly, right? So The Patriots are going to cancel practice for the day today, and I'm assuming there will be a reassessment probably this midday, maybe even mid-afternoon, maybe even tonight, because ultimately, no matter how many plans they have in place or want to put in place, they are at the mercy of the testing results. So for now, 
The Patriots are not practicing on Wednesday. They will continue to work remotely and prepare for the Broncos on Sunday. But uh, I think we need to, as we know, every week now, brace for the possibility of games being moved around. Field, uh, how concerned are you if you're the Chiefs, considering you just played the Patriots on Sunday and not, not really understanding when Gilmore contracted the virus? How does all that work? How, what goes into contact tracing? How does NFL deal with that? Yeah, it's, so they are, and I don't mean to make this so simple, but they are probably feeling how the Vikings probably did last week, right? Because the Titans had an outbreak, 20 cases in total for the Titans with another one this morning. Well, the, the Vikings had zero, so that was really good news. So we do know that, um, well, it certainly puts, uh, you know, there's certainly a, 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 a scary moment for the team that may have played a team that ends up dealing with multiple COVID cases. I think we know that uh, it does not necessarily mean that the Chiefs are going to be dealing with some themselves, but uh, I'm sure the Chiefs are closely monitoring their testing results as they have. Uh, I have not heard from anybody in Kansas City to suggest that they have any new positive tests this morning, but we're up to keep following this one. If I'm the Chiefs, uh, you know, just a reminder that you know everything you can do within your uh, reasonable rights to make sure that you're being as protective as possible is going to have to take place today, tomorrow, and really, guys, every day going forward until this NFL season is over. Phil Yates joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, our ESPN NFL insider. What does this do for that opponent this Sunday for the Denver Broncos? What, what happens now with their preparation? Yeah, I think for the Broncos, they have to prepare for not only Cam Newton playing, but the Patriots playing as normal. And the reason why I say that is, as you guys obviously all know, it's a lot easier to prepare for Cam Newton and deal with Brian Hoyer or Jared Stidham than to prepare for Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham and end up playing Cam Newton, right? So I think they have to continue to work as if the game is going to be played as scheduled, which is 425 on Sunday afternoon, and not really let any other possibility enter their mind. Field, thank you very much. Field did mention one other piece of breaking news we're going to get to in just one second. Appreciate the insight, Field. Thank you. All righty, guys. Take care. So you may have heard during Field's answer there, he slipped in that there was another positive test on the Titans. Uh, I know as soon as he said that, Key's eyes kind of popped and he looked over at me. You're like, right. Huh? This- I, didn't, I didn't realize it was one more today, I guess, this morning. And I was like, huh? So you know, it was like, wow. Totally. I had the same reaction. So let's set the scene. Stefan Gilmore testing positive for COVID-19 for the Pats. Obviously, you know the situation with Cam Newton. They're going to be playing Denver on a short week after a COVID outbreak hit Newton the previous weekend. So that's the story there with the Pats' best offensive player dealing with the coronavirus and their best defensive player. And as Field mentioned, the best defensive player in football, if the awards mean anything to you, Stefan Gilmore was the defensive player of the year. Boom. So that's the story with the Pats. Now, this morning, an extra player on the Titans, according to our Diana Rossini, NFL insider, has also tested positive per a source that Diana has. So that, Jay, puts this Sunday's game between the Bills and the Titans in jeopardy. This is just when everybody thought the Titans were going to get back into the facility. Remember, last week's game against Pittsburgh was postponed. Juju Smith-Schuster will join us at 9-10, the Pittsburgh wide receiver, to take us inside what this has been like from the opposition. So the Titans were expected, Jay, to be back in the facility today, and now just moments ago, that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Another positive test. This season is going to be challenging in so many aspects because we're going to be dealing with this. Numbers are going up as it relates to COVID. Multiple teams will have to be shut down. It's and I think one of the hardest parts about this, just to bring family life into it for a second, Key. So if you're not in a bubble 
everybody respectively, as much as they're trying to do the right thing and take all these protective measures, if you're going home to your family, you're going home to your kids who are going to school, if your wife is still going into work, it, that, that takes a unified front for everybody to be on the same page. And it, it seems to be a lot of these small cracks in the floor that are going to continue to happen if numbers continue to inflate due to the fall and winter seasons that are coming. Well, I think it, it more, more like you said, it, it could potentially inflate. But I think when you look at not being in a bubble, I mean, that, that means that everybody's got to be in a bubble, though. Mm-hmm. All of us in general, that. because much like you say, you're moving around. I don't care if you're going to get something to eat. I don't care if you're going to the store, pumping gas. I don't care what it is. You're exposed because you're not isolated. So this could – you don't know where it's coming from. They have no idea. They just know that people are testing positive. You don't know where they – could it be from – could it be Stefan Gilmore? Uh, you know, did, is it from Cam? Is it from getting on the plane? Is it from playing somebody at Kansas City? Like, we don't know. And until they find out that way, or until they find out and can isolate the situation, they've got to continue to keep investigating it. That's all you can do. And it's the incubation period, or as Field essentially said, uh, we may not know things. There's a lag time. So just when you thought the Titans were over it, okay, nobody tested positive, we can reopen the facility, you realized even though you're taking an instant test, they're not instantly able to tell you what they call the efficacy or the efficiency of the test. That's why I went back to the Chiefs, right? Because you're wondering when when did he contract it? Yes. When did it start? It, was there any kind of resemblance of that on Sunday? And and here's something else that's kind of scary about this whole thing. How many people do you guys see that cough or have colds now? Right? Jesus. Like it, I'm just being real with you. I'm not going the street. People I know. Like, hey, somebody, somebody, whoa, hey, hey, wait, somebody, somebody got me yesterday with that. When I had it, I was like, like oh, yo, oh, cover man. your mouth, man. I, like oh, it's just it's where we are. And it's going to be so heightened, it makes you wonder about everything happening around you. Somebody's dog sneezed on the elevator. I was like, you know, got on the elevator, the dog. I had my mask. The, the lady had her mask, but the dog didn't have one, and the dog sneezed. So I was like, uh, you know, wait a minute. I'll tell you one of those. I go, I stay in the corner of the elevator with my face facing the corner. I'm like, nope. That's, that's it. right. The elevator, that enclosed space. We are working this story feverishly for you here. We are six feet apart. We are Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. We are feverishly working this story. Our patch reporter, Mike Reese, who was with the team 24 7, 365. He was all over the Cam Newton story with us, and he's going to be all over the Stefan Gilmore story. He will be joining us in 19 minutes. So if you can hang tight, I know you got a lot of things going on. We're all stressed out in our daily lives, but this is a huge story for one of the NFL's marquee franchises. Their best offensive and defensive player have now been stricken with COVID 19, and Mike Reese. Reese is going to be here to talk about it in 19 minutes. We'll talk a little NBA here in just a couple as well. Jay, does this put into, you know, when I hear the NFL, they have still not backtracked from this statement. And I understand, play the long game, it's the runway, nobody knows where we're going to be. The NFL is still committed, as crazy as this sounds, but what you're saying, it's going to be a challenge. The NFL is still committed to playing the Super Bowl in a full stadium in Tampa. How in the world can that happen? That, that's what they are claiming. They have not backtracked from that at all. Well, it's not backtracking right now. They're, according to plan, they're just moving forward. But they can always, I don't think so, but they can always move the goalposts. It's not, they don't have to commit to anything. They don't have to get caught into uh, Kevin Warren's situation with the Big Ten, the commissioner of Big Ten. They don't have to, right? They don't have to, right, Jay? They can just sit tight. The Super Bowl's in February. And they could push it back. And then they could say, oh, well, we're going to play it in here. We're going to push it. I mean, they, they, Seems like an out-of-touch statement, that's all. Seems like an out-of-touch statement. They could say what they want to say. 
if something drastic happens, they're going to move the goalposts, period. It, it just seems like this whole narrative of expect the unexpected is going to transition into 2021 again. I mean, it's it's where we're going to be. And if you come out with anything that is finite right now, I mean, that's the beautiful part about the NFL. Look, everybody said this. Every commissioner that I've seen talk about how they've dealt with COVID. Right. It's always been a moving target. Yeah, it has it to is. be a moving, a moving target, target. Right? It's fluid. Well, Every day why, is going to be different. Why back yourself into a corner and say, well, we're going to move it here. We're going to cancel it. And, do, and then you get caught in the situation where everybody says, see, you said this. You said that. And it didn't happen. Quick summation, if you're just joining us this morning, the Pats cornerback Stephon Gilmore testing positive for COVID-19 just days after Cam Newton did the same, and another player on the Titans has tested positive, according to our Diana Rossini, per her source. That means their game with Buffalo is in jeopardy for Sunday. They were planning to open the facility today, but obviously that is not going to happen. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and all of our guests appear via the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Let's talk a little NBA. With the first pick of the NBA draft. Huh? Usually I've got that slow-moving layup off glass. I can't. I never could go left. I could never go left. <laughs> Jay doesn't have that problem for sure. Little NBA. Jay was on the call last night. Late one last night. Appreciate it. He's a trooper coming on this morning. Three and a half hours sleep. And uh, right now the Heat are losing a little bit of sleep. They are on the brink. And words I never thought I would utter, but this is the great part about our show. Joining us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line, mogul slash rapper. Slash Heat fan, super fan, Rick Ross is in the house. Jay, take it away, my man. Ricky Rose, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? What's happening, baby? What's happening, baby? I'm wonderful. Hey, man, start kick me off with this. I, did you fly to Columbia to get a new set of veneers? Did this really go down? Man, I flew to Columbia to get a new set of veneers, baby. Man, you doing? I it. made that happen. The boss had to do that. <laughs> All right, let's get into some NBA talk, man. Tell me about what it's been like to see your squad. Obviously, the last time they were in the NBA Finals, LeBron James was there with D-Wade and Chris Boss. We're now watching what they're doing with Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero, uh, which has turned into like a legend down in the Miami area. How does that make you feel watching your squad play the way they're playing? Man, to be honest, I'm totally excited. Um, I feel like we got an exceptional club starting with Pat Riley, Mickey Harrison, Eric Spostra, a.k.a. La Spostra Nostra. And more importantly, man, this is the first time, this is the first year, this is the first season our new team together just to see what Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Jimmy Jesus, a.k.a. Jimmy Buckets, just to see what he doing, man. He being a leader to a lot of young cats, bam, hero, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling what Robinson doing, the dragon, you know, just the whole squad. Rick, how does it feel like when you watch this, obviously led by Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, like it just feels like, Look, they're down 3-1 right now, but this team just epitomizes that grit, that grind that is so just – it's known down in Miami. Like that, that's, It seems like they play their games in the mud all the time. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what we're saying. You know, at the beginning of the season, uh, the predictions were we, we may not even make the playoffs. Here we are in the finals. And not only that, we, you know, we're making LeBron them fight like dogs. Man, they stop, the man. It's the difference. We know the Lakers got the superstars. Man, Rick, stop, man. Stop that. Double R, stop. Starving. Stop it, Double R. That's key, man. You know, man. Key, Key's a Laker fan, Rick. So that, no, that's, that's what I deal with all no, day, every know. day here. He man. know what time it is. No, nah, that's what it is. I understand what's going on with the Lake show. I understand. I understand Kobe legacy. I know what it is. 
Nah. Let's compete the Nipsey Hustle. I know what it is. But, but guess what? What's that? Man, we the ones starving. We the youngsters. And, boy, we giving them boys hell. AD thought he was back in goddamn New Orleans as the unibrow. You dig? People, they, we had them looking confused. But guess what? It ain't over, baby. No, it, it it pretty much is though. You know, you know, I'm gonna keep it to keep it to you 100. It pretty much no, it is. Ain't. Oh, man, ain't no, no it ain't. Rick. Check this out, Rick. Hold on, no, Rick. Hold on, man. You are not coming, get him, Rick. Rick, get check him, this Rick. out, man. I can talk that talk too, but at the end of the day, there's no way y'all getting ready to run three on us. It's over. No, no you can't say that, man. How can you I can't not? Say that. After, LeBron's after not getting ready to lose. LeBron's not getting ready to lose three in a row. He hit 40. He hit 40 on Braun. He kept Braun. He shut Braun down. AD ain't even know where he was Man, at. stop, man. Now you 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 putting out false narratives. Man, he ain't shutting no Braun no, down. Man, stop. Let, no, let him rep his squad, kid. That's how we went up on game three without Bear, <laughs> without the Dragon. But, 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 now we just finna tweak it out. No. I'm telling you now. No, hey, come on, I, man. Rick, I'll say this. If y'all had, if you, if you guys had Goran Dragic, yo, it, it, it might have been a battle. Man, go on with that. Man, no, Jay, we'll come, come on. Come on, on Keith. Stop. It felt like stop, they, 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 they missed the playmaking. Stop, man. We had Dragic. We know if we had that, but it's, we we going to do it without him if we got Rick, to. we got up. We got up. We got up 2-0. And that's how the Miami Heat got the fans feeling that we going to pull it off, and that's the only thing that matters. We got up 2-0, and then we let up. Then we let up. Y'all, y'all popped us. They took y'all popped us. They took one. Y'all Man, didn't we, let up. We got up 2-0. They popped us. We came right back and getting ready to close the deal. But look, check this out, though, Rick. No, you you excited, and, I, and I'm happy you're excited. Your, your blood boiling, and I love that. But always remember who raised LeBron at that playground. His name was Eric Spolstra. Used to be the cameraman. Used to be the camera, the video tech guy. I, yeah, I get, him. I get that he won two. I him. get that he won him. two for he's y'all. One, I get he's that. He's the one who gave LeBron the game. And remember me, be, me watching LeBron the way I have. I didn't see him in these positions. Man, LeBron was a dog before. when he got down to Miami. That's why they went and got him from Cleveland. What you mean he raised him? He was a dog, but he wasn't the man, championship. Stop, man. He y'all wasn't stop, a championship man. dog. The dude took, he took Cleveland. When, when he, he got Rick, to Miami, that's when Rick, his basketball he took, he took Cleveland you, on his back. Rick. Man, y'all need to stop, man. Kid, but Stop. his basketball IQ went through the roof under as, Eric Spolstra. As you mature, as, as you mature, your IQ gonna go up if you worth anything. We all know that. Come yeah, on, man, Stop. Great players like Shaquille O'Neal and you know Dwayne Wade. You know, if man, y'all showed me claiming Shaq like that, though. Season, we would have y'all claim Shaq. Y'all been home already. Man, stop, man. Wait, 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 stop. Let, let me ask you one last serious question, if man. What, what do you? What are your thoughts, brother, on everything that the NBA has been doing? Obviously, people are saying that number, numbers are down in all sports, NFL, uh, baseball, hockey. But what are your thoughts on what the NBA is doing from a social justice perspective? You know, uh, to me, I think the most important thing is making sure we use the platform. And I believe the players have been doing a great job keeping the, 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 the social consciousness aware in the platform, on the platform. You know, I think that's what it's about. At the same time, watching the soldiers move forward and, and, and making sure we remain uh, progressive. That's what it's all about with me. You know, the sport, we're going to always love the sport. The sport will always be there. But as a people, that's the priority right now. You know what I mean? And I, I appreciate what the, what the team and the sport are doing. Respect, Rick. Yeah. Thank you, man. Well Thank said. You. Well said. Rick, get ready to perhaps get back into the series 
Friday night. That's the best part about being a fan. Fan is short for fanatic. And Key brought it real. You brought it real. Really appreciate you joining us. And I'm going to hit him on the sidebar with a bet. I ain't going to let everybody know. Rick, we don't, yeah, okay. don't touch Rick, Don't back down from Key. We, we, we could do that. We could do that. That's too easy. Yeah, on the sidebar, <laughs> though. We do that. That's what I want. That's what I want. But I always remember that LeBron James was raised at that playground by Eric Spolstra. Man, stop, man. That's when his basketball (laughs) IQ went through the rim. He could always jump out the gym, but that's when his IQ went through the rim. We got to let him have the last word on that great lyric. It's our show, but that is a mic drop for the ages. Rick, thanks for joining us this morning, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Rose. Man, I love you guys. Keep hustling. Respect, fam. Great stuff from Rick out Ross. There, come, f- man, come on, man. Stop. Zubin. Uh, come on, Zubin. We're, Zubin, Zubin temperature needs we're gonna to go, go through a Zubin. Aston Martin music. All right. I'm gonna put you on that. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna put you on his, that. His, his, Money in the grave. So Drake, I'm gonna put you on that. Pop that. I mean, I can hustling. That that's a legend that's one. Oh, his songs. songs. His songs, yes. Gotcha. Hustling should be your theme song. You should walk to New York City to hustling. <laughs> All the time. Hey. I don't think that would look right. Yeah, put the do-rag on. He got, the, he got it. Also wouldn't sound right. <laughs> no, nah, it wouldn't sound right. <laughs> That'd be an 0 for 2. That's for sure. Man, Rick up there spitting that false knowledge. Man, I don't want to hear that. Hey, that's a, <laughs> come on, man. Man, please. That was some passion. Keeney that's Wade County right down. there, man. I get all that's that. Wade County I, I right there. I understand all that, but don't be acting like he didn't carry amazing use on his back as a youngster. Man, we need to get DJ Khalid Stop. on here, too. It's going to be all, all Miami people down here on you, kid. Man, I'm going to crush them. Oh. I'm a, I, I might not be able to rap, but this is what I do for a living. I can talk, too. And on, a, on that note, and another, you, you're surprised that ah, yeah. You're surprised that Another one. It's another one. It's another one, not and another, but that's okay. Close Please enough. Come along. He tried to play the game. You got to grade me on a curve, okay? Still to come, much more on the breaking news just 10 minutes ago that Stefan Gilmore, the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year, reigning Defensive Player of the Year, calling the signals for the Pats, their best defensive stud, has tested positive for coronavirus. What does it mean for New England moving forward? And the Titans with another outbreak as well. Our Pats insider Mike Reese is here in eight minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Chishon, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Gilmore, the Titans in trouble again, and now the Raiders are in trouble with COVID-19. Let's talk more about the Pat situation. We bring in Mike Reese. He's our ESPN Pat's reporter, 24-7, 365 with New England. All right, Mike, so I just gave you the headline here with Gilmore on the heels of Newton. What more can you add? So let's start with this, Zubin. The Patriots have canceled their practice on Wednesday, and I'm told that they've shut down their football operations at their home facility outside of essential personnel today. We were supposed to talk to Bill Belichick uh, at 8.30 this morning on a video conference, and the team has rescheduled that at a time to be determined. 
Uh, Mike, when did they first learn about Gilmore's test? Keyshawn, uh, you know, my understanding is that they've been doing these rapid tests, and they had the first indication on a rapid test. This is my understanding of it, that there was a positive, but sometimes those tests are viewed as not necessarily as reliable as the, the test that they send away to a lab. And so they, wanted, they had an indication, I believe, yesterday, but they wanted to make sure that it wasn't a false positive because, as we've seen around the league, there have been some situations with rapid tests with false positives. So they waited until the test that they sent to the lab came back, and that's when they um, learned more definitively of the positive result. This is a breaking news story that Mike will continue to follow. You can follow him on ESPN.com, and obviously we'll be following it on SportsCenter throughout the course of the day. Mike, thank you very much. We'll let you get back to work on this busy breaking news story. All right, thanks, guys. Have a great show. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Let's bring in ESPN NFL analyst Damian Woody. He joins us. He has some experience, obviously, uh, in Foxborough, and he joins us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Damian, first things first, as a former player, it felt like maybe a couple days ago it was just the Titans. Then they were getting cleared, and it may thought, look, maybe we're out of the woods here. But now you're going to add another New England test. You add more from Tennessee, and now for the Las Vegas Raiders. As a former player... That spent years in locker rooms, 53, tightly packed, on the field. What do you think about all this? Quite honestly, I, I, this is what I expected. I mean, we're playing, you know, you're playing the contact sport. You have 53 guys out there. And um, I was actually shocked that, you know, that these positive tests started coming up as late as it did as far as the season is concerned. We've gone through basically a quarter of the season um, without, you know, relatively smoothly. And now we're starting to see see a lot of these positive tests starting to creep up around uh, around the National Football League. So I still have faith in, in the NFL and, the, and their protocols and, and, and the teams to be able to execute those things um, as they pop up. And, and we're going to still continue to play games. Damon, what happens now, as you know, being a former NFL player, Wednesdays is the big day for install. Yep. Got a game on Sunday. Now there's no install. There's no practice. And we know Bill Belichick from a preparation standpoint. What happens now with the preparation? Well, Key, you know this, man. Players are, players are creatures of habit, man. So when, when, these, you know, when these type of things pop up with the, with the COVID and the protocols and, and all of a sudden the, the facility is shut down, it throws you off uh, because players are so used to routine. You're so re- used to going to a facility at a certain time, your team meeting, your position meeting, walkthrough, practice. And now, you know, now everything has to go virtual. Um, it, it, it definitely throw, throws you off, particularly for the Patriots who, who are going to be playing on a short week because they played on, on, on Monday night. So this is not ideal, but, you know, when you have the greatest coach of all time in Coach Belichick, he'll get those guys ready to play. Damian Woody is here. A couple of notes, Damian, I want to pass on. This is all breaking news in real time to get your reaction. Appreciate you joining us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. This courtesy of Dan Graziano, our NFL insider. You just mentioned the Pats are coming off a game with the Chiefs on Monday. All of Kansas City's tests came back negative Wednesday morning. So that is obviously great news, and that's obviously germane and relevant to the discussion because, obviously, as I just mentioned, they shared a field with the New England Patriots who are having mm-hmm. multiple positive tests. So all of the Chiefs' tests came back negative this morning. Dan also reporting two new positive tests 
for the Titans. Diana Rusini, our NFL insider, had mentioned just a few moments ago that there was one additional positive test. Now it's two. Their facility will mm-hmm. not reopen today, and obviously their game with the Buffalo Bills is in serious jeopardy. It was scheduled for Nashville on Sunday. We'll see if that continues or if it'll be postponed, much like the Kansas City-New England game was. Is it feasible, Damian? Is it feasible that once the NFL gets to a postseason, and remember, for the first time in 30 years, it won't be 12 teams, it'll be 14 extra playoff team in each conference. Is it feasible to have a playoff bubble like we saw in other sports? Zubin, that's a really good question. I know they talked about, they mentioned the, the, uh, a possibility of a, a playoff bubble because once you get to the playoffs, you want to make sure you get to the finish line with the, um, with the, you know, with the, um, with the Super Bowl down in Tampa. So I think that's something they have to consider. I don't know where the league is on that, but if you want to finish the season and get to the finish line, I think that's something that, you know, you got to do now. They certainly want to finish the season because the NFL has talked about continuing to move forward for the Super Bowl down in Tampa, but having at full capacity and fans. What do you think about that, Damon? Looks like we might have some technical difficulties with Damien. We'll try to get him back. If not, Key, your thought. Uh, he said the bubble is is feasible. It's something they have to think about, but logistically that would be very difficult to do. Remember, we're talking 55 players, just, just the players, then the support staff, the coaches. Many of the coaches are older, susceptible, 60s, 70s. There's a lot of things to think about here. It's not that, that easy. Well, I always thought that they should have been in some sort of bubble because if you go to every city, there's many hotels, right? And, and you could – I mean, it's a long – it's long season, so mm-hmm. you don't want to take away – people's from people's family for those 18 19 weeks throughout the season but I always felt like for instance the Dallas Cowboys at their new facility in Frisco Texas they have an omni hotel on their campus Hmm. so if they wanted to house their entire team and support staff at that hotel for the remainder of the season they can do that they can walk right downstairs and go to the practice field there's other places that are like that as well. I'm sure the New York teams, many hotels in the New Jersey area where they can do that in house that fa- but much like Jay Will said before, you're taking people away from their families right. for long extended periods of time in the regular season. As you get to the playoffs, you're one and done. So, you could be away for your family for a week or you could be away from them for a month. It just depends, but I think it's feasible for sure. And humans are humans. Remember, the NBA essentially was saying, hey, look, only the players are going to have their families, but that's only later. And then the coaches complain. So I think sometimes we think about this too much as brass tacks. They're just athletes. They're just widgets. They're just play. These are human beings, right? You, you absolutely need that. But if you get to the playoffs, right, and, and playoffs typically from the start of it to the end is about five weeks. Yeah, like a little over a month, right? A little yeah. bit over a month You because teams will start to get eliminated. And and then you'll get down to the two teams for the Super Bowl and the four teams for the championship week. So families won't be away from them as long as they would in the regular season. So it's very feasible. We should also mention the Super Bowl is slated Super Bowl 55 to be played in Tampa, Florida, which, as I'm sure you know, has been a hot spot since basically the coronavirus hit the country uh, in January. So that's something something to think about here as well. The grand jewel event of the league taking place in the state of Florida, which has been trying to fight this and beat this back since the pandemic began. And since you mentioned that they're, you know, talking about pushing forward still they haven't really pushed back on it i've been sitting here thinking and i'm like yeah, i don't know how they're gonna do that you know it's just it, it, eighty thousand people in the stands i mean it's just i don't know how they would i just don't see it. it it's amazing during training camp the league was putting out press releases about we've done thousands and thousands of tests and 
We have a tremendously low positivity rate down at 0.1%. I mean, it was just one of those things where the league, I think, was fooling itself. And, and as many people have said, including Damien, it was in, in, inevitable we were well, going to think, get here. Inevitable. I don't, I don't think they were fooling themselves. They never said that it wouldn't get here. They were just saying at the moment and at the time, this is what we have. This is where we're at. That's fair. Statement of fact. But you sort of get the impression that they were bracing for the worst and the worst has now arrived. For the most part, right? I mean, it, it, we, we, we look at it, and you mentioned more Titans, obviously Stephon Gilmore, a Las Vegas Raider. Before the end of the day, as we get home, who knows what breaks Absolutely. at that point. You know? right. And so it's something that just we got to keep an eye on. No question about it. As Key said, that's coming up next. It's not just the Titans anymore. It's the Raiders. It's the Pats. And who could be next? How can the NFL move forward now with multiple teams suffering from coronavirus outbreaks? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Subin, the podcast. So we've asked Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin Nation on Twitter if the NFC East with a combined record of 3-12 and 2. Think about that. 3-12-1. and 3-12-1. We're a quarter way through the season. The first quarter of the season is done, and the collective record is 3-12-1. Doug Peterson, that, uh, that tie... Get you in first place. One, two, and he was one. Thinking about that the entire time, Jay. Long term planning. Keith. Yes, one, that was correct. Two and one <laughs> gets you in, in first place. School. So four teams, <laughs> one division, three wins. Think about that. Four teams, three wins, one division, and one of them is going to get a playoff game at home. Is it deserved because of the division winners? The NFL still loves the value of a division winner. Seventy four percent of you have said an emphatic no. No. Including, Thank you. <laughs> including Jay Sorgi, who hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, said, quote, winning your division should afford you a spot in the playoffs, nothing else. So he's willing to say nah, that's division not, that's, gets you in, that's not right, but nothing more. No, that's not right. Because what, what, if, what if you are a team that comes in second place with a better record in another division? Now what? That's a good point. Hit us up. What do you think? You heard from Jay Sorgi. You just heard from Key. You can hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed at Key, J-N-Z. Back now with more to our breaking news. So Key asked a question. What happens to the Pats moving forward? The immediate future, 
is nothing. Practice is off, and Key made a great point when we were talking just a moment ago. There's a reason Bill Belichick was wearing two masks on that game. He is 68 years old, so for people that were making those sorts of comments, realize the seriousness of the situation. Jay Will is back with us. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, Juju Smith-Schuster of the Pittsburgh Steelers will join us in just over 20 minutes. Remember, he was affected because his Pittsburgh Steelers were supposed to play the Tennessee Titans in a game that was postponed and then moved to Week 7. So we'll get his perspective on not being affected, but actually being affected because he's on the other end of it. He's coming up at 9-10. Real quick, just to recap, if you didn't hear, Stefan Gilmore testing positive for COVID-19, the Pats superstar cornerback, days after Cam Newton, of course, tested positive as well. The Pats played the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, the second game with the Falcons and the Packers, the two games on Monday. So obviously you got to test the Chiefs after they were on the field with the Pats with multiple guys testing positive. Every single Kansas City test has come back negative. So we can move on for from now. there. For now. For now. For now, okay. the Tennessee Titans, who were supposed to open their facility today in preparation for their game with the Buffalo Bills, not going to happen. No must. Two more positive tests today, according wow. to Key and Roberto Duran. Two more positive tests, so that will not take place. And the Las Vegas Raiders now have one player that has tested positive, and it is instructive to mention that the Raiders, Darren Waller, great young player for the Raiders, held a charity event several days ago, which plenty of teammates attended, but attended maskless. Can't make the correlation that one of those players was there or contracted it there, but common sense seems to say. So we don't know say, who the player is, and right. we don't know if that player was actually attending right. the Waller event. Okay. But being in that environment, you never know, and it's something we should mention. So Jay, I know you were just on Get Up, probably talking a little NBA. So much of this news broke while he were gone. What do you think about all these teams now? Three teams, multiple teams battling the virus. I mean, all different scenarios. I'm, I'm, I'm curious with the Mark Davis and the Raiders and John Gruden, that if that player was at the event, what kind of harsh penalty the NFL will take, considering they came out with new parameters saying that you know if these if these players find themselves in these situations where they're not being responsible you know, how do you evaluate that from a penalty perspective moving forward? Well, they already find they already find several of them uh, the other day for the event. I don't know what the, I don't know if they double down and find them again. I don't know. I have no idea. But they've already find him once. Keep in mind, if the event was held indoors, as many people said, it was for the most part. Obviously, I'm not saying it's a super spreader event, but all of the data that we have says anything indoors. It's far worse than anything outdoors. So that's something to keep in mind as well. A bunch of guys in a confined space. And to your point, coaches have been fined $100,000. Teams have been fined a quarter of a million dollars if your coach is negligent. And now they're talking about taking away draft picks and even forfeiting wins if people are not going to abide by simple guidelines. Jay, the league has said they feel their guidelines and protocols are strong. What they feel is that people are flouting the protocols. And in fact, they are not following the rules. So then I'll take it another step. If I'm the Chiefs, like... I don't know if I want to play this weekend. Like, so the last team we just played, somebody contracted the virus. And now you're telling me with the, with the Raiders, somebody has the virus, and we're about to play the Raiders. Mm. So <laughs> it's back-to-back weekends that they're playing a team that potentially has somebody. I, I don't know. Everybody's different. I know people are getting paid. I know people say, hey, look, it, it's, a, it's a subjective decision for each individual. But it still has levels of concern if you're the Chiefs playing back-to-back weekends against you know, teams that have supposedly had a player that has contracted the virus. Well, I think much like Tennessee, much like New England, Tennessee had to postpone their game. New England had to push theirs back, postpone in short, push it back. I'm sure that this situation with the Raiders, although it's only one person, they've got to do the same type of protocols with the testing and all of those sort of things and make a decision on whether or not they're even going to be able to play on Sunday before Kansas City can say, I don't want to play. I mean, it's – 
It's a little early for that. And not to mention, to your point, Las Vegas is going to Kansas City. So while they think they're great because they have all the negative tests, even though that's not 100%, at least at this moment, they're having a team with an infected player arrive in their stadium after they've taken the due diligence to come back all negative. And everybody's been together, right, throughout practice in the same room. I mean, that's typically how this works, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you're in the same field, in position groups, different rooms. You're six feet apart. They're spread out, but they're still in the same environment. Like I said, it doesn't – just because – we're here and we're six feet apart in here doesn't mean that when we walk out, we don't touch a doorknob or something like oh, no. that. Or yeah. something. It, it, anything, well, we're, we're all close and we're getting tested once a week, but still, I, I understand I, that. I'm, I'm coming just saying, into anything that you're around, Keith, no, same with Zubin, and yeah. that's and, how it world works. So that's all I'm saying. As, as, and there's only three of us. There's probably, in an, in an organization, there's probably 95 people in that building to 100. That's what I'm saying. If you're, the Chiefs, basis. if you're the Chiefs and you're, you're being sandwiched in between these two teams that have just played, like I'm pushing back at the league and saying, hey, look, I, I don't feel comfortable playing this game this weekend until we have way more data and I want to know what's going to happen on you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and maybe even Sunday morning before the game. And I think the league is probably proactively doing that on parallel tracks with Kansas City and the other teams in the league that have to play this weekend. We should also mention that even though all the attention goes to the boy wonders like Sean McVay and Matt LaFleur and Zach Taylor of the Bengals, many assistants, key as you know this on staff, they are in their 60s and they are Older. in their 70s, much more susceptible to the virus, and those guys have to be taken into consideration. You've in seen the special. cut your face but, mask but, and yes, but the shield. It's not just attacking older, so... Let's make right. that point It does clear not too. discriminate. No, yes. not at, at all. At all. At all. On the way, Juju Smith-Schuster of the Steelers. He's had a game postponed due to the coronavirus. What does he think of this latest outbreak? Player perspective is next on Key J&Z.